Hi guys, it's Elena. Welcome back to 20-something. I've missed you guys again. I feel like I always revert back to doing these solo episodes in between having guests on the podcast because I love this part of my day. It's genuinely such a calming part of my day. I love sitting down with a glass of wine and just talking to you guys. I feel like I'm talking to a friend. So I have an hour to spare and wanted to record this fun little episode for you guys. I feel super productive today because it's a Monday And it's also the first of the month. I don't know if I'm the only one, but there's something so inherently satisfying about having the first of the month fall on a Monday. It's August 1st and it's also Monday. So I wanted to record this trend for you. I'm doing 53 questions to ask yourself in your 20s. This is a trend that Kenzie Elizabeth did on her podcast. She has a pod called I Love You So Much with Kenzie Elizabeth. She did 56 questions to ask yourself in your 20s. I found some of them a little bit repetitive, so I'm simplifying it to 53 questions to ask yourself in your 20s, because here on 20-something, we love top-down communication and cutting the bullshit. So I cut a few of them out. I'm going to go along and answer them for myself so you guys can get to know me a little bit better. I also think it'd be fun if you have your laptop on you and you have your notes app open, answer them for yourself. There are genuinely some really good questions in here to get to know yourself a little bit better, or even just do it in your head if you're on a walk. It could also even turn into a drinking game or an icebreaker. If you're hanging out with friends, go through and answer these together because some of them are juicy. As always, I love you guys and I hope you enjoy. Do you believe that everything is meant to be or that things happen for no reason at all? I... I personally don't think that everything's meant to be. I think that people use that too much of the time as an excuse for not taking full control of their life and just blaming things on fate or the universe. And I don't think that's a healthy habit. Question two, do you forgive and forget or do you forgive but always remember? Definitely the latter. I think I forgive, but I always remember. So I don't hold grudges against people for anything ever, but everything that someone does definitely plays into my perception of them, even if it is forgiven. Question three, if you could give one piece of advice to everyone in the world, what would it be? I would say that most people vastly underestimate what they can accomplish in their life. So if you want to accomplish something, it's as simple as just decide that you can do it and start now and at least get somewhere. The biggest barrier preventing you from living your dream life is probably actually just your own belief that you can't get there. Question four, do you think people can change or do you think people are who they are? I think people can change. Do you consider yourself religious or spiritual? Um, Spiritual, maybe, but definitely not religious. I think even using the word spiritual to describe me would be a bit of a stretch. Six, would your 10-year-old self be proud of you? Hell yes. I think that, I think my 10-year-old self would like me, but I think that she would see that I haven't even gotten anywhere close to fulfilling the full potential of my dream life. So she'd be proud. I think she'd be like, yeah, you're doing well, but keep going. Number seven, what do you think is the best revenge? Minding your own damn business. Honestly, no revenge will ever give you more satisfaction than just being happy on your own. So mind your business. Question eight, what would you change about yourself? I honestly wish that I was better at reading people, especially when people are closed off. I think I'm bad at reading people and that could be a really cool skill to have. I also wish, oh my God, I wish I didn't have to use a mouse with Excel. That's my biggest weakness. Nine, what would you never change about yourself? I... I would never change how independent I am. 10, can you confidently say that the path you are on in your life right now is the one that you and no one else would want for yourself? Yes, 100% to this one. I think 
when I was younger, my parents never opposed my path, but they definitely didn't like the fact that I was in business. They're both in the academia, so that makes sense. But at least because of that, I know that it was my choice uniquely. I think that if I had chosen a path that I wasn't completely obsessed with, I wouldn't get very far. It just wouldn't work. Like you cannot stick to something unless you are passionate about it. You will get burnt out or hate your life so quick. You have to love what you're doing. It is the year 2040, where are you? 2040, I would be 40 years old. With kids, I would be with my children and my husband. And I think by then I wanna have between three and five properties around the world in really cool places so that I can travel around and live in some of them for different parts of the year and rent them out the rest of the time. By 40, I don't know if I would still be in consulting or I have a very strong feeling that by 40, I would have left consulting already to be running a business full-time. 12, oh, and I would live in Europe. 12, are you a morning person or a night owl? Morning person, 100%. I only have energy, not only have energy, but I have way more energy in the mornings than at night and I feel best when I wake up early. 13, would you consider yourself to be more creative or logical? Definitely logical. I think that people who end up in my career stream are usually logical because it's very analysis based. I'm not creative at all, really. I think, especially when it comes to art and music and things like that, I cannot draw a stick figure for the life of me. And I can't sing either. Like if I could sing, I would never shut up. What can you do to be a healthier person? Mm, that's a really good question. Probably eat less ice cream and drink less wine. But coincidentally, those are the two things in the world that make me happiest. So I know it would make me healthier if I gave them up, but I try to go, I try to go 80-20. I think alcohol is a big one though. Most people are in their 20s. If you even just reduce by 30% the amount of alcohol you're drinking can make you significantly healthier because alcohol dries up your body so much. It's bad for your brain. It dehydrates you. It's bad for your skin. It's empty calories. That's a big one. 15. If time and money were no object, what would you do with your life? There, I think there are a lot of businesses that I would want to get involved in if time and money were no object because things that require a large initial investment, I would love to own like a hotel or resort somewhere gorgeous in the world. 16. Is it all about luck or hard work? Not luck. I think hard work and hard work ironically puts you in a position to be luckier in your life. 17. Should you live with no regrets or learn from your mistakes? I think that you can do both. I think that you can learn from your mistakes and also not regret them. So like, let's say you mess up, you can be thankful that you messed up, which means that you will not regret having made that mistake and at the same time, use it as a learning experience. 18, describe yourself in only five words. Five words, um, independent, disciplined, feminine, um, hedonistic, and I would say stubborn. 19, can discipline be learned? Yes, I think discipline can be learned, but it's difficult. It would take a lot of practice for someone to learn discipline who has none. I do think that the people in the world who are the most disciplined tend to be born with it or have some kind of a natural inclination towards it. 20, are you as loyal as you think you are? That is a really good question. The people close to me in my life are people who I have been close with and loyal to for the entire the entirety of the time that I've known them. And that says a lot. Like the people around me are people I've had around me for close to 10 years. So naturally that results in being very loyal to my close relationships. 21, how can people be a better friend to you? 
not talking about drama as much and spending more time talking about business ideas, how to be better, self-development, etc., things like that, I would like. How can you be a better friend to those around you? I think I could be better at knowing when to listen instead of giving advice. That's something I'm trying to get better at is when somebody wants to, is venting about, you know, a difficult situation they're going through or something that just happened, asking first, do you, like, do you want me to just listen to you or do you want me to give you advice? Because I think that my natural instinct is to give advice because my thought is, oh, why are they telling me about it unless they want a solution? Because that's how I am. Like, I will not go to someone to vent about a problem unless it's because I want their advice or I need help with something. Other people sometimes just want to vent, so I need to be better at knowing when to listen and shut up versus when they actually want my advice. 23, what is a book you read that changed your outlook on life? I've said this before. I think The Power of Now, if I had to pinpoint one book, is the one that changed, like genuinely changed the way that my mind works. 24, how can I be generous when I'm not rich? You can, there are lots of ways. You can lend your time, lend your mind, or even if you're not rich yet, you could start working to build a business that does good in the world at the same time as it makes you money. 25, how can I improve dialogue and communication with people I disagree with? That's definitely a difficult one. I could spend more time like spend more time listening to the other side to develop a full understanding of the position and where it comes from because you cannot argue with a position that you only understand at surface level. 26, if I had to make a list of my top 10 most important values, what would they be? I would say loyalty, optimism, education, like formal or informal education, keeping the promises you make to yourself. Do, do one thing that makes yourself better every day. Be open to new experiences. Romanticize your life. And I don't know if these are values, but when it comes to making money, like you have to provide value to the world in some way. What are my deal breakers in romantic relationships? I think that my biggest deal breaker is a man who doesn't take care of me or doesn't know how to protect me. That would be a red flag. The other is I think if someone doesn't have plans that are as ambitious or above mine, it wouldn't work. Like I want me and my husband to be like a SWAT team and accomplish a crazy amount of things potentially together to want the same lifestyle. I think if we didn't, then it, if he didn't match or exceed me, it wouldn't work. 28, do you love yourself? Honestly, yes. A little bit too much, maybe. I think I come across as egotistical a lot because my sense of humor is like either gassing myself or roasting myself. 29 was, if not, how can you find a way to love yourself? I answered yes, so that's not applicable. 30, is trust earned or given until it's broken? I think that with friends, I give trust until it's broken. But in a relationship, I'm the opposite. I wait until it's earned first. 31, if you could apologize to one person, who would it be? If I could apologize to one person, I think it would be my mom. I would apologize for not having spent enough time with her while I was young and while we lived in the same place. 32, what would you say to that person? I would say that I love you and I have so much fun spending time with you. 33, if you were to say one thing to your ex, what would you say? Um, to both of them, I would just say I'm proud of you. 34, if you could have one person apologize to you, who would it be? I don't think there's anyone. I don't think that I need an apology from anyone, to be honest. Apologies don't even really do anything for me. It's about actions. 35, do you ghost people or give them a reason for breaking ties? When I was younger, 
If I was disappointed by someone, they wouldn't hear from me again. Now, I think I'm working on giving people an honest reason when I'm cutting ties with them because that's the mature thing to do. 36, do you believe in karma? I wish it were a thing. I wish I believed in karma, but I don't. I think that people get away with doing bad things very often without it coming back to bite them. 37, how do you show you're angry? <laughs> you, you can see it on my face. I'm too obvious. Like I physically cannot hide my emotions. 38, in your opinion, what are your greatest strengths? My, one of my greatest strengths, this isn't something I talk about a lot, but I think that I'm resourceful. So if I don't know how to do something and I'm alone in the situation, I will figure out how to get it done. Like you can put anything in front of me and I'll figure out how to do it using the resources I have around me or going out of my way. And I think that that's an, I think it's a skill that I'm grateful that I have because it does make you more independent and it means that you can succeed in a very large number of settings, even if you have no prior experience with that thing. 39, what are your greatest weaknesses? My biggest weakness, I've known this for a very long time, is that I go too far into the extremes of one or the other. So I have like an all or nothing mentality and I struggle with finding balance or finding the gray in between. I'm like that with opinions too sometimes. 40, if I could go anywhere in the world, where would I go? Right now, I would want to go to Dubai. That's on my bucket list. I want to go skydiving in Dubai. I think that would be really cool. 41, is work-life balance important to me? Uh, this sounds awful. Honestly, no. I under, like Logically, I understand that long-term work-life balance is extremely important later in your life. But while I'm young, I'm much more concerned about working my ass off and starting my career off well than finding balance. Again, like is just another example of me going to extremes, but I think that when I'm young, work-life balance is like the very bottom of the priority list in my career. But I know that when I'm older, it is something that I will seek out. 42, is family important to me? Family is important, but I think that you can choose your family. Family doesn't just have to be blood connection. 43, is friendship important to me? Yes, um, one of the most important things in the world. My friends are my family. They bring me so much joy in my life. 44, is romantic love important to me? 100%, I think the romantic love makes life sweeter. 45 is, if I could have one talent, what would it be? Um, a very good question. If I could have one talent. This isn't a talent, but people who have long eyelashes, like, I don't understand that. 46, what is one part of my life that I miss and why? I miss living in Europe. What are some elements of that time that I can incorporate into my present? I could promise to travel to Europe more often, anytime I have time off work, for example. I could also, how could I incorporate living in Europe? I could drink wine and smoke cigarettes more often. Maybe move somewhere with a warmer climate. 48, do actions really speak louder than words? I would say yes to this. I believe what I see more than what I hear. I think a lot of people are good at talking. 49, are you happy with your career? I haven't truly started my career yet, so I can't say. My only experience is based off a four-month internship, but I will say that I'm excited for my career. I'm hella excited, and at this point in my life, I don't think that I would want to be in a career different than the one that I'm going into, so that's a good sign. 50, if not, what would you change to be more happy or satisfied? And I answered yes, so again, that one's not applicable. 51, what is more important to me, self-respect or being right? Self-respect or being right, that's an interesting pairing. I don't think that those two things are mutually exclusive, but self-respect is definitely more important than being right. Being right all the time does not bring you any value in life. It's literally useless. 52, do I learn from the past or live in the past? 
I can say I learn from the past. At least I try. Obviously, everybody has progress, still room to make progress. But I think journaling is the main thing that has helped me to learn from the past more by like reflecting on number one, what happened, two, why did it happen, three, if I don't want that to happen again, what can I change next time? Last question, 53. When you die, what do you want to be remembered for? I was, this is funny because I was thinking about this last week. I was listening to a podcast with an entrepreneur named Alex Hormozzi. 100% recommend. This guy is fascinating. If you're looking for any kind of podcast content to listen to, he's been doing a podcast tour lately. So he's on a lot of the big ones. And he talks a lot about this idea of, about the idea of death and money and not getting attached to money because when you die, it all goes back into the game. So if you think of like life is like a game and I, if I have this list of goals that I want to accomplish while I'm here in the game, I want to be remembered for having hit off the largest, the biggest possible number of those goals that I can and having touched the most people in the time that I'm here and had fun doing it kind of like a game. And that takes a lot of the pressure off because you realize that when you die, all the chips go back into the pile and nothing was really that deep in the first place.